up, world? Welcome to another installment of the Water Pod, man. It's another great night. I got another great guest, um, a dope dude from the the local scene that I just met recently. But um, you know, you know how I get down, man. I, I look at talent and I see talent and I see dope individuals with great minds that are doing something positive and doing something that they believe in and other people believe in. And if if I believe in it then i like to have him on. So without further ado, man, my boy, it's more than music, Shane Sanders. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Oh, man, just chilling, just chilling. You know it. Uh, like I said in the intro, man, I've been um, following this dude for a little while now, man. He's been a great supporter of mine and ours and Mason Jar Music. But um, it's just like a vibe where uh feed off each other. You see what people are doing and how they're grinding and how they're trying to to make a way and make a name for themselves. So, uh, what got you into music, man? What 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 is the whole more than music thing? Is is it literally more than music for you? Yeah. So, um, first question: What got me into music? I started writing like in probably like ninth grade, and then uh, dad bought me like a little stupid little recording thing, and yeah, for yeah. Christmas I started recording in the garage. Uh, sounded terrible, but yeah, I started writing and. I, I really just started writing to become, because it was a way for me to like kind of say what I couldn't say. Right, right. Like through talking. Yeah. Um, which I think a lot of artists, is probably why they start writing. But yeah, um, yeah. And then more than music came along um, years later. I stopped writing and then I got back into it uh, really right after my best friend died. I just kind of mm, feel like I hit rock bottom and didn't have anything else other than music at that point and then it really i wish i had a cool story but it was just something i started saying and it stuck um, yeah yeah because it really was more than music like it was a way for me to like i said say what i couldn't say yeah well i mean i feel like i i connected with it because i've always um so i do poetry and i rap and all that kind of thing but um i've always said i have rhyme because you know how they say there's no rhyme or reason or whatever well, I've always said that I have rhyme with reason. So more than music definitely like felt like it was kind of in that same vein. So that's why I was asking about it because to me, um, I've had, you said um, your best friend died. Well, when I was young, man, my when I before I had my first son, um, well, he was my first son. I lost my first son. So we, me and the, my wife, we lost a child. So I went that really like pushed me into music even more heavily because I always like rapped and uh, wrote and stuff like that. And like my mom growing up, we didn't argue. Like we had this thing where if something, if, if we had a disagreement, I'd wake up, there'd be a note on my pillow and she would just pour out her feelings. And then boom, if I had, then I would get the rebuttal with a note. So that, that's what kind of got me into writing. And I think that she just connected with me in that way because I wrote poetry. I used to write stories, and I was always like big into that. I don't know, probably, probably for a lot of the same reasons that most people get into it. It's just like it's a it's a way to escape from your reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you said that your your pops got you um a, a notebook. Is that what you said? No, he bought me like my first like recording recording yeah. thing. Okay, I'm sorry. So your pops got you that. Was uh there other inspirations like musically what inspired you to be who you are because 
if you don't know Shane after this podcast, please go check him out. But he does music that's uh, different than the normal Charleston music. So that's why I really like him and I dig the music because I felt like I always did something different. So, you know, I feel a little like-minded in that sense. But, um, yeah, does that what, um, what, what got you in and what made you love music so that you have that difference to you? Um, actually my, my older brother, he's I think seven years older than me, seven or eight years older than me. And he, uh, used to rap back in the day, him and his friend and mm. they were like kind of big, I guess, locally, but, uh, you know, I was the little brother looking up to my older brother and mm-hmm. that's probably why I got into it. And then, yeah, just, just loved to write. Yeah. But yeah, that was probably it to be honest, my brother. Well, there any like musical inspirations as far as like, um, outside of, your brother and stuff, but I just mean like, uh, you know, do you like Blink One Eighty Two? Do you like Lil Wayne? Do you, or is it a combination of like all these things? Um, I've always liked music, but uh, no, nah, I like I like all kinds of music though. Do Funny you? you say Lil Wayne. The uh, my earliest memory of like wanting to be a rapper was uh, I was in like fourth grade and it was the song Hustlers music. Yeah, and I used to sit there like pretending I was rapping on stage, and <laughs> yeah, that was my. That was my jam. Well, that's what's up, man. I mean, Lil Wayne's always been the goat to me, and people probably, I mean, man. go ahead, bash me in the comments <laughs> if you want to. I don't care, man. That dude, I mean, double, triple, quadruple entendres on top of entendres. So, and and there, and if, you know, I think you're a little younger than me, but um, if you came up in the 2000s, bro, Lil Wayne was just on fire. Yeah. Like the, the mid-2000s, t- 2005, 2006, like he was on everything, so... Even before that, I mean, Wayne's just been awesome since Hot Boys. So, um, you said your your best friend died, man, and I mentioned a little bit about my son. But um, when people are going through things like that, like what did I, did music help you get you through, or what what really helped get you through? Was there like did you have some other friends that banded together and showed what friendships about, or anything like that, or did you your parents get there for you, or um, yeah, I mean, everybody was there for me, but the only thing that got me through was I had a son. If I didn't have a son, I probably, I don't, I don't hate to be morbid, but I probably would have just. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, yeah. That was, no, man, that's real. That's, that's how a lot of people feel, man, when you lose somebody that close to you, so. Yeah, no, that was, yeah. Um, having a son and a wife and then music, really, I mean, I think. Yeah. I mean, at that point, all I had was my wife and son and music and. Well, what would you say to somebody that might be going through something like that, lost their best friend, and they don't have a wife or a son? Like, what's something that maybe you wish somebody would have said to you or done for you? Or I, I know there's really nothing that anyone can say or do, but like, would you would you tell somebody, give them the advice to write or or reflect or you know think what that person would want you to do with your life or? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, if writing's your thing, then write. But honestly, the only thing, I don't think you can really give someone advice in that situation because, I mean, nothing really helps, to be honest with you, but time. Right. Um, Only thing I'd say is, I mean, eventually, I wouldn't even say it gets better, but it gets easier, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I always say that, too. Like, people say it gets better with time, but it just doesn't, it doesn't really get better. It just... um, It's like you get numb. Yeah, you just learn to deal with it. You know what I mean? So that's that's just how that goes but um 
I don't know, man. You know, I didn't want this podcast to take a dark <laughs> turn like that. So, you know, we'll 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 come back to that. But um, positively, like what I guess because I just had Los on here, and I know that a lot of people that when they're um, when they've had rough times or been through rough things, they seem to be happy. Like those people come out more happy and more positive. It seems like not all the time. Obviously, there's always a exception to the rule. But um, you. The, the times I've met you, the way I listen to your music, it just seems like you're a very positive dude. Do you feel like the negative things that's happened in your life get you to be positive? Or are you just being positive because it helps you forget about the negative things in your life? You know, I don't... Where's the balance in that? Um, I just... Uh, I mean, there's no point in being negative, you know? Yeah. It's better to be positive about the future and be wrong than be negative about the future and be right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, um, yeah. And then, I don't know. I mean, I got a son, and I look back at, I mean, he was like one and a half when all that happened. And then, I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to be that dad that's like sad all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, I don't know. Yeah, you lost Choose somebody. Happy, you you know? don't want your son to lose someone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's facts. That's what I was going to say when you said that earlier. It's just like, whenever whenever something like that happens, you can either choose for one life to be lost or two. And that's yeah, like, exactly. you still have one. So, definitely. Yeah, um, I got it. Uh, my first tattoo was, uh, it's in Latin, but in English it means not all of me will die. Right. And that's why I got it, because, you know. Yeah. Part of me's dead, but I'm yeah, a, but not the whole thing. Like yeah. I, I'm gonna use this other part. I like to see that you are using that other part. I just, I saw that you just dropped that uh, Dreamer song, man. How, yes. how how you liking that, man? I like it. It was a it's a fun different record. genre. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, so I started in rap, but uh, kind of been diving into the pop punk thing, and it's mm. fun, man. It's fun yeah. to write and record and perform. I like it too, man. I like it a lot. I think it. Um, that's why I was asking if you had any like um, alternative rock inspirations or anything like that, like bands you liked or whatever. But because I mean, not that you sound like any of those, but not it's yet. just like it. It seems like to me it fits you better than because your your rap's dope too. But it always had a little bit of that in it too. To me, you know, like the hooks always had like melody and yeah, um, and kind of like a a pop rock funk vibe to it you know what i'm saying so um what is that kind of like do you i guess do you are you going that route or are you just kind of going into the studio and like whatever you're feeling that day or what what's your process you know i just when i find a beat i like i write yeah that's, that's all it so yeah i mean i'm a i'm gonna keep doing this but i mean i'm always gonna rap too and i, I just do whatever i want to okay. do and that's what <laughs> yeah yeah well that's how i get down too man i just like to i like to whatever the beat wherever the beat takes me man i don't like to have any like constraints on what my art and what i'm trying to do so that's 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 exactly how i like to go at it too man and um I, so by the time this drops we'll have performed at an awesome show and i hope that all y'all were there and y'all be like oh they're talking about the show that we were at that show was fire so like that's what i'm hoping but um i know that with the show um you're also it's your album release party so um how much how many songs are on the album nine nine songs okay and how many of them are in this vein 
Um, would you say majority or? Yeah, some of them are a little like less poppy punky, I guess. But <clears throat> Dreamer was pretty pop punky. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, probably like four or five of them were like hardcore pop punk, and some of them were like just pop, really. Yeah, less just of the... more into the the median. Yeah, every yeah, song's yeah. different. That's why I like it though. It's it's good. People are gonna like it. I think. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I can't wait on it, man. I'm I'm ready to hear it, man. So. Who knows? Maybe I'll get a little sneak peek after the pod. You know what I mean? But I, I, uh, I like what you're doing, man. I like the positivity. You know what I mean? And um, I like, I, I, I like the anxious energy too, because I'm always anxious. So, so anxious. You know what I mean? But you ain't got nothing to be anxious about, bro. You got, you got good art. You got good talent. And um, I, I see you going far, man. I, I really do. Because for one, the positive attitude, bro, is like top notch you know what i mean like you can't teach that you can't teach people to have that positivity in them and like you know what i mean like you don't put nobody up on their guard you're just like look man i I make good music if you make good music then like let's make good music let's enjoy life and that's real dope man and and um i know you said you had you you've said a few times that you've got a son but you also have a daughter right yes so um you know i pay attention so I've noticed you mentioned your son a few times because I feel like um, you're trying to be a great, a good man and a role model and a father to him. But I have a, I have a son and a daughter too. So like, how how was that to you? Like being a dad to a daughter because it sounds like you got the the man thing figured out. But what about the daughter thing? That's a different breed sometimes, ain't it? That's probably like the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, and you get it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the most beautiful, but it's it's terrifying. Right. Is, but at the same I love time, it. I uh, I always tell people, like all my friends, I think I think every man needs a little girl. Yeah, changes your perspective on life a hundred percent, dude. Yeah. Like them boys, you're just like, man, rub some dirt in it. Yeah. Them girls are like, who? Who's I gotta rub some dirt in? You know, like who who caused this? I'm going to find them. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, man. But uh, are either one of your kids like musically inclined? Do you feel like, or is that like? I know you said your brother um, did some rapping and stuff, but is there any musicality in your family at all? Or um, my little sister sings. She'll she'll be at the show. Yeah, got, yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, three yeah. songs were her so far. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Well, I mean, there's like, like a lot of my family paints and draws and stuff. So there's art in my family, but yeah. not on music. That's kind of the same with me, man. Like I got a lot of people they can draw, they can write, they can, yeah, you know. But I don't have anybody like play instruments. Like I'm the only one that's like ever had a studio at his house or instruments or microphones. So I'm like the the black sheep when it comes to that. So, um. Like I said, the show will be over when we get there, but what's something that uh, you hope for the show and something that, that we can reflect on later, you know? Like, are you just hoping for a good turnout? Are you hoping that... Yeah, I hope a lot of people come, and I hope... Um, this is, like, my first... I mean, I've done a lot of shows, but this is, like, my first show, you know, where, like, I booked the venue, and I booked the DJ, I made the flyer. Right. You know, I did everything, so I'm hoping a lot of people come. Uh, more than anything, I hope everybody enjoys it. There you go. And that's I what hope I the venue calls me back. You know, <laughs> yeah, the day, yeah. That's the goal, right? Hey, man, I'm glad you're getting into Rebel Taqueria, man. My, my um, couple of dudes that play in a band with me, they play in a cover band. That, uh, they do um, 
they're called Getaway Bronco. Go check out Getaway Bronco. That's my boys, man. Not just a couple of dudes play a mason jar with me, and we own a business together. The other, there's a couple in there that I know are cool friends of mine. Then there's a couple in there that are like my brothers, man. Uh, the twins, Adam and Ben. They they're from the Hooplas. Shout out the Hooplas, man. I'm just gonna yeah. shout everybody out, man. <clears throat> Whatever, but um. They played it a few times at Rebel Taqueria, and um, I've been wanting to get in there because it's a dope little venue, man. It's Very a dope cool. spot, and it's a good spot for, like, um, diversity, man. Like, mm. that that little area is real cool, that part of town, because they like they like rock, they like rap, they like pop, they like I'm they, maybe country. I Probably not. I don't know, but I love country, so maybe they'll have a country singer there at some point. But I think it's dope that you're getting in there because that's a good vibe, like there, and um, the poorhouse. I know you've you've played there, like you've played at a lot of the spots that I've wanted to play at, like the poorhouse, uh, Purple Buffalo. Like I've been wanting to get in the. I've done I've done a couple poetry things at the Purple Buffalo, but I'm just I'm just trying to correlate the fact that like these are eclectic, like super good spots to go for your type of art. You know what I mean? Like, if you go to the Purple Buffalo, the Poor House, Rebel Taqueria, like, people are really going to fuck with your your style of art. So, I my hope for your show is that you got the turnout, but I hope that there's just, because it has a built-in crowd, and I just hope that the built-in crowd really gets to see your art and you get some new fans. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm going to be there, too, so <laughs> I, I, I hope we gain some new fans and stuff like that, but... Um, you know, I'm a, I don't know, man, I'm getting old, bro, and I love music, and I'll always be a part of music, but that's why I'm doing a podcast now, and I'm trying to, like, just, I just want to shed light on everybody's talent around town, man, so I really appreciate you coming on to, to give me your two cents on the scene, um, who's some artists locally that you would like to, like to work with, or some artists globally you would like to work with, like, do you, do you have some people that, you know, is there some producers? Like, you don't got to say locally. We ain't got to do all that. But what's just, like, a vibe? Or, uh, you can say locally. I'm just saying. Um. All right. We'll do some local artists. Um, My guy, Hezzy. I love him. I got one song with him. But uh, he's, like, the only person out of my circle that really, like, knew me way back in the day. Um. So he's dope. And I'd love to keep working with him. Mm. Um. Indie Gold. <clears throat> I'd love to do a song with him, and you mentioned all these uh, venues that uh, I performed at that you want to perform at. That's because of Indie Gold. He got me Shout in the Poorhouse. He got me in the Rebel. Yeah. So he's that guy. Um, and then, like, globally, I think if I had, like, a punch list of artists I'd like to work with, it'd be, like, Joyner Lucas, uh, Russ, of course, Russ. He's my favorite. J. Cole. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. If I could just have those three, I'd be. And then Kodak, just for the fun. Yeah, yeah. Just for the studio <laughs> session. <laughs> Kodak's the man, bro. But I like the three you named, man. Like, when you said Russ, like, I wasn't it. Uh, I don't want to say I wasn't expecting it, but it was, I was pleasantly surprised because um, I'm a huge Russ fan, too. I like Russ a lot, man. Um, Very good. Yeah, he's real good, real good. But um, I like... Uh, I'm, I guess I had to reword it because I think I asked you a couple of times who inspires you and you just kind of was like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. But then now you got them three artists and I'm like, okay, now I see who inspires you. Like Joyner, Cole, and Russ, those are three great inspirations right there, man. And then you named 
uh, Andy Gold and Hezzy. Like, I don't know a lot from Hezzy. That's what you say, Hezzy the mm-hmm. Kid, right? Hezzy the Kid, yep. Yeah, I don't know a lot from him, but if you co-sign, then I'm going to have to check him out for sure. Well, he's going to be at the show, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, hope hopefully y'all are at the show and y'all listen to this back and be like, yeah, man, Hezzy was fire, Indy <laughs> was fire, but Indy, I've I've done, I've known, I don't want to say I've known Indy for a long time, uh, Indy Gold for a long time, but, um, I have, you know, like we've been acquaintances and we've done shows, multiple shows together, and we always are like. We perform and then he's we we talk and it's like yo let's do a song let's get together and then you know how it goes like you you going to, you doing your thing they doing their thing yeah. and it's not that like you don't want to work together because I love to work with Indy so hopefully man when I see him this time we'll chop it up because I want to have him on the podcast so um I'll probably lock that in this weekend yeah you should that'll be that'll be what I'll try to do for sure and I'm hoping to network with people man I'm 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 ready I'm gonna have a good time. Like I, I, I'm, I'm thankful that you got us on, man. Like I said, just the mutual respect is always good to see in the local scene, man. I like to see that. I like to see people working together and and trying to make a way for Charleston music. Cause is is that like uh, your ultimate goal, man? Is just to you know get on and act like you don't know nobody. And <laughs> 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 no, I'm just joking, but. Is that is that what you're pushing for, man? Obviously, we're all artists, and we all try. We all want to be the biggest name in the world. Is like, is that your? Is that what fuels you, or are you just more fueled by the need to write and the need to put out a good product, and the the right people will receive it, kind of thing? Yeah, no, that's a good question because, I mean, in a perfect world, I like to make millions of dollars off my music, but um, I think like a realistic goal. I just, I always say. Like, I want to be the artist that I needed growing up, and that's kind of why I kept making music. I mean, I could I could get by just writing music and not recording and not putting anything out, but I want to be able to put yeah, stuff out, did. and I want people to receive it. And, uh, you know, I get messages every now and then, like, hey, your music speaks to me and, you know, help me out in this hard time, and that shit is worth more than... Yeah, that's worth this oh, weight and deal gold, or anything. Man. Like I, that's that's the main thing an artist want to hear. So yeah, no, and then and then also I want to like be able to, God forbid, if something ever happens to me, my kids can listen to my music. Yeah, my voice will always be there. My, you know, I wrote songs for them. That's, I don't know. That's just something that lives forever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 a good way to look at it, man. Like, cause that's how I kind of look at it. Like, many songs as I can have, that'll be. You know, I want to be like Tupac when I die. Like, they make a whole album out of stuff I ain't even released. Six albums out of stuff I ain't released. So that's what I try to do for sure. But, um, yeah, dude. It's, uh, as far as, like, musical goals and stuff like that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Like, I just want something that's going to resonate with people and, and yeah. stick with them. And, and I was going to say, um, for people out there watching, you know, indie artists and underground artists and artists that are starving artists trying to make it, you know, like, um, go out, go out to a show, man, share their music, like it, like you give it a listen, man, give honest feedback. You know what I mean? Like we're not, most people, I, if you come to me honestly and say, man, I, I liked it, but I didn't like this. Like, I, I'm not going to change my shit because it's my shit. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep doing what I do, but I'm going to listen to it. I'm not going to call you a hater. But 
the the main thing is is like as as artists that are trying to come up you don't know how much it means just for somebody to to share your music to because i've been at the bottom where like i've been all the way down where i went nobody's checked nobody's liking my music nobody's pushing my music nobody's sharing my music nobody's buying my albums or merch like all the way at the bottom of the barrel i've been as high as i could go with the tools i had and the scene i was in i've, I've been people buying you know what i'm saying like making a couple thousand dollars a night selling merch and this and that you know like been there but either time it could have taken just like even when there was selling a lot of merch there was always that one person that came to you and was just like yo this song did this or did that and even when i wasn't selling anything or doing anything or there was only three people in the crowd as long as one of them came up to me and was just like dude good job like this and that like just some kind of feedback and some kind of support it just goes so far so i hope that y'all go come out and and do that for these artists man that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to shed a light get to know you more man so how did you uh how did you grow up like maybe we can get your get your fans to get more of a insight into you where are you from south carolina always and born and bred yes I grew up on James Island, James Island, Charleston, South okay, Carolina. Okay, so you a homer. You yeah. stayed, never left. That's like me, bro. Never left. How so was far. how was growing up? Um, I know you said so. Like I said, I try to recall most of it that I can. You got a brother at, that's seven or eight years older than you. You got a, obviously you got a sister. Which, by the way, I'm sorry that when I asked about your family, <laughs> I wasn't trying to exclude her because she's dope. I've listened to her and. I like her vibe too. She's got a lot. She's got a very positive and spunky, funky vibe. So that's cool. I think like the more and more she gets to know herself and her art, she's gonna be she's gonna be real good. Cause that's what it's really about. Like once you get the, it takes it takes a to me it takes a few a solid amount of years five six seven years of doing your art before you really come into your own and you're like yo this is this is who I am this is what I'm doing so. I think she's going to like, she's going to blossom when she hits that, you know, but so you got a little sister, you got an older brother. Is there other siblings other than that? Yeah. I have uh, two little sisters, an older brother. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So you got two little sisters and an older brother and all y'all grew up in the same household or your older brother was kind of, um, no, was so the gap too big. Your older brother was kind of moved out before. No, he was one. there. Um, Abby, my sister, she's we actually have different moms, so she we didn't really act. We weren't actually really close until the last couple of years. Okay. Um, and then my other little sister, Samantha, we were like eighteen months apart, so she was like my best friend my whole life. And then yeah, my brother was always there. He was like the the dad of the house. Like my parents divorced when I was six, I think. So he okay. was like the male role model i guess at the beginning not my dad's great greatest yeah, yeah. man i know yeah but yeah my my brother was around a lot so yeah and a little we bit older close. than you so he was trying to just show you the ropes a little bit so yeah my parents i think my parents got divorced when i was like 11 but so you know that's i feel like i ran into the same thing with low so i was asking so many like questions that led to those type of situations and I was and then I'm gonna be like so so what 
so what got you into music? Well, uh, my parents divorced when I was six, and my best friend died, and so it's like all these things is like, why am I even asking some of these questions? Because if I'm like, what what makes you push hard and be positive? And then like those are the answers, you know, like to me, like those childhood traumas and trying to figure out and deal with some of the things along the way, you know, like you were six, and I'm sure that was just like a crazy thing to go through because it was for me when I was 10 I was probably 10 my brother was eight so a little little bit older than you so and my brother too so I might probably understood it maybe a little more but you don't really get it when you're a kid you don't understand the complexities of what separates people you know and so it's a uh, it's cool that it sounds like your brother um I, I mean you haven't spoke much about him other than a few things, but it's cool that you say that he taught you some things, you know what I mean? Maybe some good, some bad, but <laughs> he taught you some stuff. So that's good, man. It's always good to have a another a, a role model. So um, with your music, is that something, I know you said you want to reach people and touch people and, and people to receive it well. Um, do you see yourself mentoring in the future and, some younger artists and helping people be positive or you just like, that's not really your thing. Um, no, I'd love to do that. I like writing. Um, I mean, in a perfect world, I get my sister to commit herself and yeah. uh, I would just write her music and help her. And cause I feel like she got a little, a little head start having me, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, I'd love to help younger artists. Um, yeah. And I'd love to write. That's something Actually, that's the main reason I did a little genre. I got songs I never released that are like singing and all that because if I don't work out as an artist, at least I got like a catalog where I can be like, look, here's this country song I wrote. Here's oh, this yeah, punk, yeah. punk song I wrote. Here's yeah. This. Um, yeah, no, I'd love to work with younger artists and help out. Yeah. For sure. That's something that I've been kicking around, you know, like uh, my nephew, bro. I'll show you when we get off of here, but... He's super dope, man. Like, it's crazy. He's 18, and, like, I don't even, I don't know. He writes his stuff, but everything he writes is ridiculous, man. It's, like, so layered. It's, like, I, I don't even know how you're 18 and you understand what you're talking about. That's cool. You know what I mean? Because me, I'm, like, somebody who catches every bar and every, like, I'm just like that. Like, that's what I'm listening for. I'm not listening to, most of the time, like, I like a good beat and all that, but... I'm like, if you ain't got something to say, bro, it's just like, what are yeah. we doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what, what are we doing? So, but, um, that's cool that you're, you're writing for your sister and, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully she takes your advice because mm -hmm. that's what, you know, it's hard as the older brother, the little, the younger siblings never take advice. You probably didn't take your brother's advice probably too not. well most of the time, <laughs> but I'm the older brother. So I, I can attest to that, that like, no matter you will always be the older brother. You always be the father figure. You always yeah. be the the guy that's coming down on me over something. But I hope she does uh, take your advice because you got some dope records already. And um, if you're like me, like I think my dopest records haven't been recorded yet. It's like I just ain't got the voice for it, or I ain't got the you know what I mean. Like I've got songs written that if. If I had a girl to, that could sing it, then it would yeah. be a, it would be fire. But if I have to go in there and sing it, it's not gonna be that great. So that's real cool, man. Um, do you uh, do you have like 
are you are you dropping some merch with the album and the single, or are you just um, keeping keeping it old school, bringing the albums? Uh, how how are you releasing the album? Let's start with that because oh. we talked about the the album. You going just straight digital with the album? Yeah, I'll probably get some CDs made up, but uh, I don't think people like CDs no more. I know nah. that was my last two albums and. Yeah, CDs are CDs are gone. That's why our last one we did the uh, the yeah. little flash drives or whatever. But it's still kind of like everybody's on streaming, man. Yeah. So that's that's definitely the route to go. But uh, you know, are you planning on dropping some music videos? I do. Yes, yeah. I'm planning on dropping a few throughout 2023. Yeah, to the album. Yeah. Um, Is uh, Dreamer gonna be one of them, or are you? I think so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. What what's kind of I mean not to give it away or nothing but you haven't shot it yet so like what what is dreamer about like I I'm obviously it's about being a dreamer and all that but what's the inspiration behind it and maybe what would be like a concept that you could see like visually like if you were trying to give somebody a visual interpretation of what dreamer was what is it like so dreamer kind of embodies like. I was kind of told I was a little crazy the whole time. I was like, I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to go sing <laughs> yeah. songs and make a bunch of money. Um, you know, everybody tells you you're stupid and you're crazy, but I think <laughs> I'm doing all right. So I just, I think if I had to create like a visual, it would be kids sitting in class, you know, talking about his dream job and everybody laughing at him, telling him he's crazy. And then, you know, here we are. Oh, Okay. That's kind of why I wrote Dreamer and the whole album. There's a couple songs on there that go with that theme. Um, I feel like growing up, I feel like you shouldn't tell people that they can't do something. I mean, obviously some things are a little far-fetched, but, you know, fuck it. What's the worst that's going to yeah, happen? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, what, what, you, you, I, I used to tell my kids when I would, uh, like, not my personal children, but my son growing up, I coached him in basketball and soccer and different sports, but especially in basketball, I used to tell my kids all the time because there'd be kids who weren't as good as the other kids or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, bro, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, period. 100%. If you don't take that shot, there's a 100% chance you're missing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you take the shot, you might have a 20% chance of making it, but you got a 20% chance. Like, we're, we're going up, you know? Like... If you're on zero, bro, then you're going to be stuck on zero. So, like, I, I agree with you. I never, like, when, like, like when people people say, like, you only got a 5% chance of making it or this or that. I'm like, bro, those are, the percentages work for math. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I got a bottle of water and I only got 10% of that water left, that's all I got. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. But whenever, to me, like, percentages don't work on real-life things, like, becoming a rapper. Like, if they're like, oh, you only got a 5% chance of becoming a rapper, or less than that, probably. I mean, if we're being realistic, point zero 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 five, whatever. But that's that might be true statistically, but in the world, miracles, miracles occur. Uh, things happen, you know what I mean? Like, people hit the lottery. Like, what's the chance of hitting the lottery? Yeah, yeah. That you know, but there's, there's different levels of making it. Like I've said it uh, bef before on Facebook. Like I feel if today is like as high as I go with the music, I, I have years of shows with people I love. I have songs with people I respect. I have, and like I said earlier, I have 
catalog of music that if something happens to me, my kids like I already made it. I could make it farther, but I'm if this is it, then I'm good. Like, well, that's you know that's I mean? the that's the best way that that's the best way to look at it, man. Because if you don't look at it that way, man, then you that's how I guess that's how you keep a positive attitude, man. Because that's the only way to look at it. Is like uh, I'm I, I've I've succeeded, like I I got new goals all the time. You know what I mean? So like I've attained. That's how I look at it. It's like I look back and I'm like I attained all these goals. And yeah, I still got goals, but I can't refute the fact that I've I've yeah. I've done these. You know what I'm saying? So like like you said, if it ends right here, then I don't look at it like I never got this or that or this yeah. or that. I'm gonna look like I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. You know what I mean? So that's cool, man. Yeah. Um about midway through the episode now, and I meant to talk about it earlier, but you know. We're going to talk about it now. Um, you hooked me up with the art. I'm sure y'all seen the art hanging around. He hooked me up with Damra. She's with uh, Creative Days. So go check out her Facebook, her socials. I think on Etsy, on Etsy she said it was um, Creative Days Art. So she's on there. She said pieces like this cost. Uh, you can commission her, but... You know, most of her pieces, she said, are between 50 and $75, um, depending on the amount of work. You know, obviously, you could scale it up or whatever. So, I thought the art was super dope. This actually, I don't have a black light in here, but she she showed me. You put the black light on it, it glows. And she's doing some real cool stuff now. She's, like, doing um, uh, 3D art. So, she does stuff like this, but then, like, the headphones will actually be, like, popped out well it's headphones and a smiley face which i thought was super creative it's not upside down it's right side <laughs> up you know we turned the frown upside down that's what we did so shout out to her with creative days um please look at it she had a jellyfish one that I, yo the jellyfish one was super sick and uh that's the that's the one i wanted but i felt like the the smiley face headphones fit the vibe of yeah. the podcast so uh i borrowed this from her it's for sale so if y'all want it talk to her if not i might buy it you know what <laughs> i'm saying but talk to her damra creative days shout out to shane for for putting us together because that's what i'm trying to do man i really want everybody just to to have an opportunity to shine and thrive and i hope that even if it's small, man, like I, come on, I'm a realist. I'm just starting out this podcast. I'm not getting a million views or nothing like that, but I know that all my people that support me, they really support me. And when they support me, they support other people. So that's why I'm bringing other people into the mix, like Damra, that y'all can support dope local art. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want a piece for your house, like think about your local artist first instead of going into tj maxx or home goods and spending 30 dollars on a mass-produced print that a million people have in their house commission her and get you something unique for your studio your house wherever so appreciate that appreciate you doing that man um you said you you know her through your engineer yes um Asen. i'm not gonna try to pronounce his name because i might mess Asen. it up but asin asum asin 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 yeah He's, like I said, uh, I see him on Facebook all the time and all that, and I'm like, I want to meet him, but I don't want to fuck his name up. 
when I meet him. <laughs> so I'm glad you told me. But I'm sure he gets that all the time, man. Um, <laughs> Damra had to tell me her uh, how to pronounce Damra with the camera. She had to give me that because I was like, I, I totally was going to fuck her name up too because I was going Damra, Damara, or, you know, yeah. so. Uh, but people mess up my last name all the time. They call me Whitelidge. Shit, they call me Rutledge all the time. Like, where the hell they get Rutledge? I don't have no W or, I mean, uh, I don't have no R in my name. So, um, Shane, sh- speaking of names, is that how, did you add the Y to your name or that's how it goes? That's my mom's fault. My mom did that. And I'm grateful, but it is. It yeah. Created some difficulties in my life. I got to spell <laughs> my name out every time I say it. I'm Shane, <laughs> S-H-A-Y-N-E. Hey, that's my wife. Her name is Raven, but her mom, instead of putting r-a-v-e-n she put a-n yeah so every every time dude every all our taxes our marriage license everything her name is e-n instead of a-n so i'm like we ain't even really married (laughs) 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 who is raven Um, i got Ravan. so i know you said you and your wife been together uh uh, well not wife yet we're gonna change that soon i don't know her name yet what's her name CC. CC. Yeah. We're going to change that CC. We're going to make an honest man out of him. And I'm just, he's like, you're going to do me like this on the podcast. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, how does how does that go with uh, music? Because I don't I don't think I've asked anybody this yet. So I like to, I, I hate that I'm putting you on the spot with it. But I know with uh, my wife, you know, there's been difficulties throughout with just being in a relationship and, and having kids and doing the music. So you feel like you do a good job of like balancing that or you because um, I, I felt like there was there was times where they had to sacrifice a lot. Do you feel like they do sacrifice a lot or you do a good job of balancing it or um, I don't think my kids notice as much. Well. My son, he actually is always. I'm like, I'm going to the studio. You go there every week. But, uh, no, she's great. She, there's one rule, and it's uh, no bitches, and you can do what you want. Hey, and, uh, that's a good rule. So, yeah, there's no bitches, and, no, she's she's great. She lets me do what I want. As long as I'm, you know, not putting myself in danger. Or yeah. Messing with the hood rats. Yeah, as long as you're not putting y'all in danger or you in danger, that's then right. you're yeah, good. Yeah. She, yeah, she's good with it. Okay. But as far as the time and and the the demand it has, um, she's she's been supportive through that. Like, I think that's that's huge, man. Because I know for me, like juggling being a father, being a business owner, being a husband, being a friend to people as well as doing everything else I do is like super hard to juggle sometimes. Because, you know, it's like if I'm if I'm doing music, I'm not like, like my kids need to spend time with me, but my wife wants to spend time with me. And then I got all my homeboys hitting me up like, yo, what are we doing? Well, da, da, da. It's like, then it's like, and then on top of that, I'm trying to like do a podcast, record songs, get them mixed down, like go to support other people that have art that yeah. aren't my family or friends. So it's like 90 things that I got to try to juggle in order to just, and and I feel like I'm not giving anyone of enough time, and I, especially music. Like you gotta give music so much time, and it's like, but you can only you can only give it so much before it's like, dang. Well, what about how much they're sacrificing for me to yeah. do these things? So, you ever feel caught in the middle sometimes like that, or? 
Or you got a good system? No, <clears throat> I mean I do. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of sacrifice. I guess a lot of time that I spend doing music, but uh, my wife, girlfriend, is she's like a fucking superhero. So yeah, that's dope. I think if she wasn't as awesome as she is, it would probably put more strain on. Oh, you know, dude. being a father, but uh, bro, I know people done quit rapping over women now, bunch of them. So, oh, I bet I can imagine. Yeah, just because it's like, nah. Well, like you said, like if you get wrapped up in that life of, uh, you know, I'm the cool guy now, so <laughs> I'm gonna be talking to girls at the shows and and you know, which you, there's a difference between somebody who's a genuine fan and supporter and somebody who's like attracted to the yeah that's for lack of a better term exactly somebody who's just attracted to the person on the stage and trying to at all costs no matter if you have a woman or you you're in a relationship they're just they're there strictly because they just want they want some of that light that you have you know what i'm saying and it's like you gotta you gotta learn to know the difference you know what i mean yeah like especially when you're in a relationship or like me or like or us when you you got kids and you're in a long relationship it's like you got to figure out quick like these are these are supporters and fans and you got to be cordial with everybody but that does i i there's been times where it's hard to like be like look i don't want to be mean because yeah I don't want to ever turn somebody away from my music or being a fan, but you got to have boundaries, you know, and especially being local artists, like we're not big artists. So you can't be like, um, Drake or somebody and be like, yo, I don't, as soon as I'm done rapping, like, um, I got security taking me out. I don't need to talk to people. I already got fans. So like us, we're like, we want to perform and we want to go talk to everybody and, and and hand to hand with the merchandise and talk to them about the music and like especially coming up like you want people to be you want to be personable with people you want people to feel like they know you and like that's that's what gets them to follow you as an artist which is like the big part of the reason I started this podcast because I want people to like get to know my guests a lot better you yeah. know what i mean like I, i'm hoping people get to learn about you you know learn about your two little sisters your older brother Mom and dad getting divorced at six years old. You losing your best friend. Like, I, you want me to do the whole recap? I got oh, it. God, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm hoping like that people pay attention the way that I'm trying to pay attention and like, cause I'm genuinely curious about how how someone like you from James Island that's been through some things and and has that positive attitude and has that uh, makes those dope songs. So. Um, do you, do you, uh, do you feel like you have to work at being positive or is it just something that kind of comes naturally to you? No, I'm very depressed, anxious person. I, uh, no, I, I read something online a long time ago and it stuck with me and it's like, I choose to be happy because it's good for my health. Oh, nice. That's like the realest shit. (laughs) Um, no, I, I'm a very depressed person You know, I wake up and I'm either, I'm the type of person that, like, once I'm in a bad mood, like, I'm not going to be in a good mood until I go to sleep and I wake up again. It's like uh, a fucking switch in my head or something yeah. like that. So, no, I got to I gotta really work on being positive. Um, but, like I said earlier, man, I mean, you could 
I'd rather be positive and be wrong than negative and right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My wife deals with anxiety real bad too, man. Um, I, I've, I never knew what it was until, I don't know, it's been years, maybe five or six years ago, I've, I've, I had like my first anxiety attack and I was like, whoa, so this is what like this shit's about because I'd never had one of them before. So, and then it, from time to time, like I'll have them, you know, I'll get anxiety. So. I understand it more now. I'm still, I'm still not like, if somebody says they suffer from depression and anxiety, I'm never like, well, yeah, I feel like I know what you mean. Cause I don't know what you, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what she means because I'm more of like a very mellow, easy going, like nothing gets to me. I'm never like, I don't want to say I'm never scared, but you'll never know I'm scared. You'll never know I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just very even keel most of the time. So, um, but I, I do understand it in the sense of I've, me and my wife been together for like, like I told you earlier, like 20 something years and she's always been anxious and had anxiety. So, um, what's one way that you've learned to cope with that? having that because a lot of people it seems very more prevalent in this day and age so yeah um well i think this day and age a lot of people just like to be uh it's kind of like yeah well you have it so you're allowed to say that i can't say it but i i agree with you i'm not saying everybody now no 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 people are dealing with with some shit but. but i do agree with you because i feel like a lot of times people um always want to like they wanna, they wanna label everything. They wanna put everyone in a box, and they wanna like. And I don't wanna say people are faking or lying about it, but it's just like, you know, I don't think everybody's like depressed. Somebody might just, you know be what sad, I mean, yeah. might just be <laughs> sad, and you'll get over it. But the depress, like, they just wanna like label it so quick and be like, here, here's some medicine, like, you'll be okay. I don't know. Yeah. Man. No, I agree with that. 100%. But is there a way that like, you can. Um, is there a way to cope with it? How do you cope with it? Is that what why you started making music? Not why you started, but is that does music help you with that? Yes. Your kids, things like that. Music uh, is probably yeah. So like performing live helped a lot with that. Um, like in school, I would skip class the days that I had to present shit. You know, like <laughs> I was not going in front of that class yeah. to talk. But now you know I can stand on stage and sing songs to people. But so that helped a lot. And then I don't know. You just fake it till you make it, really. Yeah, I'm yeah. extremely anxious all the time. You just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta roll it. with the punches. Well, I, f- I feel like I just lied though, because I feel like I was like, oh, I, I never really had anxiety, but I, when I was, I, so I guess maybe they just didn't call it that when I was a, or they might have called it that, but maybe it just wasn't like known back then. But when I was a kid, like I was real shy. And I don't know if that's anxiety or I just, like, I just didn't fuck with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, but I know as a kid, like, because I remember when I started rapping and, like, getting to that, like you said, the live performances and, and performing in front of people and stuff like that. Like, I had so much to say because there was so much shit I hadn't said my whole life from yeah. being too shy or too nervous to say the shit you know what i mean i guess more like me is more nervous than anxiety so i don't know if they're the same thing who knows anymore because i feel like anxiety <clears throat> is more like 
you're just, I feel like they go hand in hand, but anxiety is like, you could be nervous for no reason at yeah. all. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you can have anxiety about something and be nervous about something, but anxiety could just be like, you're riding down the road and, like, you just all of a sudden just feel like your skin's crawling and you just kind of like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if, like, uh, like you feel like you're going to get in a wreck or something, but you're not really worried about something that you know is going to happen. It's just, like, all this unknown shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like nervousness. Crazy, crazy stuff that won't yeah, happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and it makes you anxious. Yeah. I feel like nervousness is more like, like you were talking about earlier, like, oh, I got to go to school and... Which is a which is anxiety too, that's what I'm saying. Like being nervous and having anxiety are kind of the same. But I feel like when yeah. you suffer from anxiety, it's like that shit could just come on at any time for any reason. Anything could trigger it. It doesn't have to be like a set thing that you know. Like for instance, a fight. Like if you're going to school, you know you're going to fight somebody. You might be real nervous. You might have some anxiety. But yeah. if you go to school and you there's no reason for you to feel nervous other than just being nervous and having anxiety about all these, like you said, like alternate realities that you've made up in your head. Like that's what, at least like my wife, that's how she kind of puts it. It's just like, there's like a million things that you're thinking about that, you know, are pretty implausible, Mm -hmm. not impossible, but impossible. It's it's like most likely not going to happen. But you just, you get fixated on them, you know, and you're just like, uh, it's probably going to happen. It's probably going to happen. Probably, yeah. I'm probably going to, probably going to have this happen. And that's got to be tough, man. Because I feel like you think about, you bring about what you think about. It was what mm-hmm. I always tell her. And she's like, I can't stop thinking about it. I was like, <laughs> you better stop thinking about it. You think about dying. I don't want you to die. So, um, have you, uh, have you any plans for, uh, like uh like what's your what's your next goal like your next album like what's the are you are you just going i know we talked about and you were like yo just kind of like to let things flow and let things that but it sounds like with this album you kind of stuck with the the pop punk rap style do you do you see yourself maybe just dropping like some mixtapes or some or you you know, as far as like maybe just some ciphers type things like that, or uh, well, first and foremost, I got to get all this unreleased music out. I got so much. Um, oh, so this album you already got this one done, and you got a uh, bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I got at least another album's worth. Okay, so I got to get that out, and then uh, uh, I really want to focus on like I, I want to do an album with just like producers from Charleston. And then a bunch of features from artists from Charleston. I think that'd be really cool. And a compilation. Uh, yeah, and I want to focus on music videos this year. And other than that, I'm just kind of going with the flow. I really yeah. want to just perform at a bunch of different venues, too, because I've been kind of, I feel like I kind of got in a cycle of going to the same place. So I'd like to go to all the different venues in Charleston, but I'm just taking what they give me, you know? Well, we're going to claim it, man. Instead of saying I really want to perform at a bunch of venues, yes. like, I'm going to perform at a bunch of venues this year. I'm going to drop a bunch of music videos this year, and I'm going to drop a bunch of unreleased music this year. So that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what he's saying. That's what we're saying. We're going to do all that. Um, as far as um, 
you know, your, your, your music and your music videos, um, what, how many are you looking to do before the year ends? You know, like, let's set, let's set a standard for it. Um, you know, financially, we gotta see how it goes, but, uh, cause it's not cheap to be an artist. <laughs> so expensive, but, uh, I'd like to get like five videos done this year at least. Oh, I like that. That's a good solid a, number, man. So yeah. y'all look for five five uh music videos to come out from Shane Sanders, man. Um, how could they find you? Like more than music, Shane Sanders. Shane Sanders music. It's, uh S H A Y N E, you gotta spell it. But uh, yeah, Shane Sanders music right. on everything. Yeah, I'm on all platforms. Yeah. So um so um by the time this comes out, Dreamers uh your album will be out, the whole album. So um, they could get that Spotify, Apple, everywhere is going on. It's going on like that. Everywhere, yep. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, you really let us into your mind a little bit tonight, man. And I hope that uh, we can continue to grow, man. We can keep, keep doing this and keep doing our thing. You know what I'm saying? Um I met you through Dusty, basically. How'd you meet Dusty, by the way, before? Did, the first time I met... Facebook or uh, social media? I don't know if we were friends before that, but the first time I met Mason Jar was at the... Um, I don't even know what it was called. Was that the Ex- Exquis Center? Oh, the Equis Center? You were there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it was like yeah. a prize and everything, and I was yeah. like, maybe I'll win, and then y'all walked up with a fucking band, and I was like... <laughs> This fucking sucks. Yeah, and but, he was, uh, yeah there was a lot of people y'all. there that night. I don't know if I met you. I don't think I'm... I, maybe I did personally I meet you that night. I remember meeting Shane because he was like, I'm Shane. I was like, so am I. Yeah. Other than that, I, I know I met everybody, I think, but it was real, like, you know. Yeah, that was a wild night. There was so many artists there, so that was fun, though, man. I think I, I felt like... Um, I don't know. I felt like... Because we had the band, it just made it like almost unfair. But the dude invited it. Huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it almost did. Like I, I'm not going to trip on it. You know what I mean? Like I feel that I felt if I was another artist, I'd be like, oh, damn man. Like I'm going home. They didn't even have to rap. The band could have just did their thing, and it, yeah. they probably would have won the shit without the rapper. So, um, yeah, I mean that's that's tough, but. No, I, I, I wasn't. The dude invited know. us and was like, yo, I want y'all to come and bring the band. We were like, you sure? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we could just come as rap. He's like, nah, y'all got it. So, he was like, all right, man, we'll bring the band. And we brought the damn band. But everybody did a good job, man. Like, I thought everybody did dope. You know what I mean? But it was, uh, that was a good night, man. I had a good time at that one, man. That was real fun. It was right before COVID, I think. I know that's when like everything right before, like, yeah. Yeah, it was only a few months before everything crashed out after that, man. Mm-hmm. That was terrible, so Yep. No, that was horrible. <sighs> I had a lot lined up when COVID hit. Yeah. It was really hard to bounce back from that. Uh, I gotta <clears> say, dude, I almost didn't let you in the studio because you wore that dumbass shirt in here. But oh. <laughs> I'm actually a I grew up a Colts fan, but my uh well one, my my best friend was a big Panthers fan. So I kind of, you know, I kind of had to root for them after he passed away. And then my son, he's like diehard Panthers fan all of a wow. sudden. So, Well, my aunt, my aunt uh, 
Shannon, she's up in Charlotte. She's a huge Panthers fan. Her whole family, they're all Panthers fan. They're up in Charlotte, and she watches all these podcasts. She texts me every time and talks about what we talk about. So she's going to be delighted that you have that on and wore it in a Falcons house. (sighs) Was that just because it was Atlanta? Well, that makes sense, I guess, because Panthers weren't around, huh? Yeah, I'm an Atlanta fan. But yeah. my my dad's side of the family's all from Augusta, Georgia. So oh, okay. I grew up Braves, Falcons, um, Bulldogs. So nah, I'm leaving now. Yeah, now you leaving because he like the Gamecocks. But yeah, yes, I'm Bulldogs, Falcons. Well, hey man, I'm the Falcons fan too. Like we can't. <laughs> the Braves were what got. We've been having trouble, but. Uh, I, I like the Hawks, but I've always been, but since, like, my dad didn't um, watch, none of my family watched basketball. I'm, like, the only person in my family that was played basketball, was a basketball fan. So, I I got to pick my own team there, and I picked the Heat when I was little. And then, that sucked for a long time, but then we got D. Wade. We had some good players before, like Glenn Rice, Alonzo Mourning was there. Uh, we had we had some good players throughout the years, but um, we won with D Wade, obviously, and I was cool with that. And then LeBron came, and I liked LeBron, but then when he came to Miami, everybody started hating Miami. I'm just like, bro, like nobody even cared about Miami. Now everybody hates us, man. Go ahead and leave LeBron. But then when he left, I was like, no, don't leave LeBron. (laughs) It was hard because I couldn't even wear my gear. You know what I mean? I think I talked about this with Dusty, but I couldn't even wear my gear. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, wow, like I can't even wear wear my stuff because everybody thinks I'm a bandwagon now. You know what I mean? It's the same with the Bulldogs, you know? I mean, I hate, like, you're going to really hate this, but because... I grew up in South Carolina, so I've always been a Clemson fan and a Georgia fan. So, because South Carolina is, like, my enemy. I'm Georgia, you know what I mean? Like, I pull for y'all if we ain't playing and y'all ain't playing Clemson. Like, I like to see. But for whatever reason, because I guess because I'm a Georgia fan, so I'm kind of not biased. I was so happy to see how beat them this year because, <laughs> like, I was like, I, because I like Clemson until they got good. It was weird. It's so weird with me. Like, I was like, I liked Clemson when they weren't good and they were just kind of mediocre and they always, like, I would like to watch them and be like, oh, I hope they win. I hope they win. Then they got really good. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want them. To. Then they beat Georgia a f- couple times. I was like, oh, nah, I really hate these guys, you know? So when y'all finally got the, and then, like, I felt so bad for y'all, man, because they was just, like, (laughs) tearing y'all up, and then y'all finally got one. So thank God for that, bro. Well, hey, let's remember before that, we were whooping that ass. Right? (laughs) Yeah, it's back and forth. Y'all go back, what, y'all 110 years or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. I was born into it. I'm cursed. Yeah. Well, you said you, uh, oh, man, that's, uh, yeah, me too. I was born into Georgia and Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta Braves. So my brother, I don't know, for whatever reason, he was like, nah, I'm going to be a Miami Dolphins fan, Michigan Wolverines fan. Uh, (laughs) Like, he got all kind of crazy teams he likes. And I'm just like, how the hell did you end up with all that? He likes the Suns. Like, he just totally went against the. 
the whole shit. It was oh, like, I don't course. care who y'all like. I'm going to like, <laughs> and then he picked the worst teams <laughs> that ain't never, that don't ever win, but neither do ours. So it's hard to win, bro. So, um, what was I going to say, bro? I was going to ask you something mm-hmm. else, man. I was going to, oh, I was going to, I like to ask everybody, man. Um, what's something you would tell an aspiring artist that you wish somebody would have told you? Like, something not to do or something to do more of something just any piece of advice you could give somebody that might save them some trouble um uh first and foremost you gotta have a backup plan you know if you think you're just gonna like make 10 songs and then be rich you're out your mind and it's really fucking expensive so you know get a job and be an artist at the same time yeah um and then also like when you're first coming up and all excited, don't fall for the, uh, you know, the promoter run game. Like, I feel like this promoter is just preying on these uh, artists that are starting out. But it's probably in every city, but Charleston seems pretty bad. Like, they yeah. just, you know, give me $100, you come perform for a chance to get a record deal with some. Like, come on. Yeah. So, just ignore all that. And uh, I think, yeah, just make music that... Makes people feel something, because at the end of the day, I think that's what matters. Like, a cool beat's fun and all that, but people forget that shit. No one's going to forget, like, when they were at rock bottom. Right. Feeling like shit, and they heard your song, and it made them feel good. Or bad, if it made them feel sad. You know, they, they remember the feeling more than they remember anything else, so. That's great yeah, advice, That was a lot of man. advice. It was, like, three different things, but. No, no, that's great advice. Stick, stay true to yourself, man, and. And don't and watch out for people that's trying to take advantage of you, especially if you're an artist from Charleston and you're watching this. Like, there ain't no there ain't nobody getting you a big record deal out of Charleston, or they would already got somebody a big record deal. Yeah, you know. Me personally, if I could tell younger artists what to do, um, if you're single, move. Move to Atlanta. Yeah. Move to New York. Part two. If you don't have nothing tying you down, go where go where it's happening at. You know, Mm -hmm. and and I'm the biggest supporter of South Carolina and Charleston. I I hope that somebody gets big and puts us puts this city on because there's so much talent and so much here, but it's stuck in the past, man. It really is. Like, we don't have big venues. We don't have big record labels. Like, mm-hmm. you can't even... Downtown Charleston, you can't even build a, a building that's more than, like, 100 feet high or something. I, that might be more than they say. So, you know, that's what's cool about Charleston is the historical value. But it's just we don't have that big market. And if you want to be part of a big market, then you got to go be part of a big market. That's no yeah. disrespect to Charleston. It's a small market. So... I would say that, and I would say, like, do your shows here, but a wise man once told me, man, it's like, you got to be a hurricane with your music, so, um, meaning, like, you start out right here in Charleston, that's the eye of the hurricane, and then you, you, you just, you just build it up, and you go out, and you hit farther and farther away, and then, when it when it starts to kind of spin out, then you spin back in and make your way back to a show in Charleston, to a to some things going on in Charleston. You know what I'm saying? Do do it. Get yourself popping here. Go out to Columbia. Go out to da 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 da. When it when it starts to just die, then circle your way back in. So 
that's some advice I got from uh, A&R a while back, a uh, long time ago, honestly, when I was just a knee-high to a grasshopper. Yeah, because most, uh, most people aren't going to support you until, uh, you know, they see other people supporting you. 100%, dude. 100%, mm-hmm. man. What's good for the goose good for the gander, bro. And if you get the gander to get their eyes on the goose, then the goose can fly away with the gander, the flock. So... Uh, I really appreciate you coming through, man. I know you had to drive all the way from James Island, man. I ain't going to tell people where I live, but it's in the boonies, apparently, <laughs> compared to some places. So he had a nice little drive, man. But um, like I said, when this when this comes out, the show will already be done. So his album will already be out. So go check it out, man. Go get, go get a copy. I mean, don't get a copy. See, I'm old. Go stream it. <laughs> Stream it on all your platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. I could name them all off, man. Go go make TikToks with his music. Go on TikTok. Use it for sounds. Do that with Mason Jar Music. Like, that's another thing I should have said earlier. Like, if you are if you want to support local artists and you got TikToks, bro, instead of using all these artists that never going to talk to you or you're never going to see or aren't from your hometown, like... Show some love, man. Go find a, go find a local artist that's got the vibe that looks good with your video or sounds good with your video, I mean, and put that on there, dude. Like, all that stuff means a lot to us whenever we see. And if you get a trend off of one of our songs, then that can shed a light on on us and on, on artists like Shane, man. So please support and please show your love, man. Like I said, man, I really appreciate you coming on, bro. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I think you're a great, positive dude, man. It's good to have you on. And um, can't wait for the show. It'll be done by the time you see this. But like I always say, man, this podcast is about growth, man. Think harder. Work smarter. And if you wanted to grow, just add water. The mm. water pod. I like that. Because I wake up and I'm feeling like a fuck up. A disappointment, really nothing but a let down. I get down to jump up. Keep my head down because they love to judge us. I'm yelling, fuck it, I'm gonna roll another blunt up. Get a little louder every time they tell me shut up. I get high to avoid the low. So it's up, 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 and away we go now. And away we go. I'm getting lost in the music because it's all I know. They won't tell me that I'm on for the life I chose.